Hello guys, welcome to another Chop Dude podcast, more than your normal martial arts gym. Um, I just want to cover a, a little bit of a, rant, a coaching rant that I had in a class that I've just done. Um, basically, it was in a, a self-defense class, um, and one of the kids was kind of struggling to, to do 10 press-ups. Now, this is part and parcel of the, the, the warm that we do, and we have a very kind of generic warm-up for a lot of the, a lot of the arts that we do. Um, so, so, like, press-ups is a, is a key kind of fundamental athletic ability, athletic measurement tool that, that we use during the, during the warm-up to see how people are progressing, how... how um, how do, how do they deal with it with the task? Is it easy? Is it hard? Do they need to work on the strength and all these other things? Well, one of the one of the kids just kept on giving up, um, and and so I kind of drew, drew him into drew him into question uh, and said, what, "What's the matter?" I said, oh, "I can't do I can't do ten press ups." I said, "Well, okay, here's a here's a progression," and so we gave a, a, a series of progressions from all the kind of strength and conditioning protocol that we do um, not to put people on the knees um, but to do like incline press-ups either doing doing press-ups on a, on a block on a raised block to reduce the angle which reduces the weight through the shoulders I mean you could even do it up against the wall um, up at kind of a maybe like a 70 80 degree angle for the for the minimal amount of force going through your arms just to go through that pushing exercise um, I started doing this, and the the uh, the, the students' um, core was like failing, and, and they were struggling. So, the so we kept on reducing the angle, reducing the intensity of the the exercise, and saying, look, there has to be a, a, a kind of key point where you can do get through ten press ups. Okay, now I'm not here to just blow sunshine up people's asses or, or anything like that I'm here to, to give a, a realistic honest perspective of the the tools and strengths that you need in order to do the task that we're doing so with because we're dealing with the, the, the self-defense issue um, we started talking about yes the techniques work but uh, it gets to a certain point where strength and athleticism start paying, start having a, an impact on whether you're able to do the uh, to do the to do the attacks. Now, for for uh, for those of you that haven't been through our self-defense system, um, we go through several levels of kind of communication models and recognizing range and distance and body language, de-escalation techniques. Um, kind of verbal sparring and and getting involved with the kind of non-physical perspective first then there's a line which is crossed when it goes from non-physical to physical going through the physical skills and then a kind of plan B what if scenario what if these techniques don't work if they've got um, size strength athleticism over us how to kind of go through go through these defenses um, and then after that, there's all the kind of post-event management type stuff. So, I was saying about this, and, and there was a, it wasn't the actual fact that the student was struggling to do 10 press-ups. It was more to do with the attitude. Now, 
having a failure attitude means that it's very easy to give up. It's easy to be a victim. Now, in, self, in the self-defense class, I'm not looking for victims. I want people to have a certain level of aggression and determination that they're not going to be a victim, that they, get, that they are going to stand up for, for themselves. And nurturing the confidence that it takes to take assertive action before things start escalating to a level where it, it's, it becomes more, more difficult, more severe, more serious. So even having the communication skills to de-escalate, that's part and parcel of it, but then having that inner belief and that inner confidence to, to, to address these things. So we started talking about it, and so it says, I'm not here to kind of coach people um, for now, for next week. We talk about kind of school issues and, and things like that, um, but I'm trying to teach a lifestyle skill. I'm not talking about sort of in the, in the next week, next month, maybe even not next year. I'm talking about when, when these kids are, are kind of going out around town and, and going out to, to nightclubs and going out to pubs and, and they've got enough confidence and savviness where they're willing to stand up and look after themselves and, and speak out when things aren't quite right. So, the, this is, it came back to the question, are you going to be a victim or are you going to be a hero? Are you going to stand up to someone that's trying to assert their, their aggression on you? Or are you just going to roll over, be a victim, give in, and then go through all the post-event management stuff that we've talked about previously, like reporting it to the police and, and, and things like that? So um, you don't want to be just another number. You want to be able to look after yourself. And there's key parts about the law and knowing what you can and can't do around the law, um, which says that you're what you can and can't do. Okay, so if someone tells you that you have to wait to for, for someone to attack you, then that's wrong. You need to you need to look for a, a proper instructor that knows the logistics and and the the organisation around what happens at an at an aggressive event, whether it, whether it's an assault or whether whether it's a mugging or, or, or whatever, okay. Um, a lot of just on a, on, a, on a side note, a lot of martial art coaches just kind of focus on their own particular martial art um, because that's where they feel comfortable, and they'll just talk about the the physical skills. There's, it's like a in. When I worked in engineering, they called it, in, in, in the health and safety side of things, they called it a cascade of events. It's like when, you, when you're playing a fruit, fruit, machine, fruit machine, you're waiting for all the kind of cherries to line up for it to get to a catastrophic event. So this can be kind of three, four, five levels of, of seriousness before we've got to that point. And the key thing is, is knowing these kind of key points. So. Yeah, we got we got into conversation. I says, look, I'm I'm not here to teach you about um, or how to look after yourself in the in the in the short term. Yeah, some of these skills will look after you in the short term. I'm looking to coach you and educate you so that you're not a 14 year old girl worrying about what your mates are going to do or what they're saying uh, in in school. I'm I'm talking about sort of 10 years down the line when you're a 24 year old woman 
and you have to look after yourself in a in a nightclub when you when you're having to stand up for yourself and maybe someone starts sweet talking you in a in a pub um, you you go outside the pub and then all of a sudden things the 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 um, the situation starts turning around the the guy starts getting aggressive with you can you look after yourself and and this is what this is what we're talking about so this is what we're talking about being a life skill now I I started to get rather animated should we say and so it says look there, there has to be something inside that has to be triggered first you have to have the belief you have to have the confidence so we went through and we did some just some simple skills just a, a basic box jump basic athleticism is 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 important if you if you if there's if there's one thing that's going to give you the the biggest bang for your buck uh, in the short term is just be more athletic um, you can spend time, some time going to the gym go to the um, and, and working out doing some resistance training getting used to squatting and deadlifting and bench pressing um, and before all the girls start saying I don't want to get bulky and this that and the other I've heard all these excuses before you have to bang on a serious amount of weight to be squatting and deadlifting and bench pressing to get bulky okay people like bodybuilders struggle to put to put size on okay this is why it becomes a, a, an art form in itself and this is why they need to some of them like um, supplement the, the, the diet with, with kind of growth hormone and testosterone and steroids and this and the other to make themselves bigger if you look at any natural athlete then yeah the male look cut and the, the male the male look in, in good shape um, but they're not bulky they they always they always look in, in good shape because this is the the natural performance of, of your body and how your body should be reacting so we were saying the the biggest bang for your buck is probably going to be going going to the gym and getting fitter getting stronger and doing a strength and conditioning program over and above that then you have to have the um the the training and the practice to coordinate yourself in order to do the um to do the techniques that, that we've been talking about whether whether it, it's kind of breaking grips or having an athletic stance or being able to push someone with with more force um, to, to put someone off um, to, to manage your distance better and, and all these other things so yeah I went on a little bit of a rant and, and, and it, was, it was it was the thing is it was brutally honest um, and sometimes that brutally honest perspective uh, is is rare the thing is is that people don't want to tell you that some of these techniques won't work they're, they're not going to tell you that the um, what to do if a technique doesn't work okay in a, in a self-defense situation it might take one or two three four attempts of trying different things to get out of an attack so what, what we're talking about is having the First, firstly, the the strength and athleticism. Secondly, we're talking about the repetition and doing this on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. So we can be, we could be going to the gym two, three times a week. You could be doing the training two, three times a week, and this would set you up with enough 
of a knowledge bank in how to deal with the situation, but also the, the, the strength and athleticism to, to, be, to be assertive and be strong enough to push someone away or, or use, the, use the techniques that we do in class in a, in a more kind of explosive fashion. This is, um, and this is what I said was kind of interesting. Now, we then went on to move into some like general athleticism tests. We just went into doing some basic box jumps and we was going through sort of a, a, a 30, 30 centimeter box jump, 45 centimeter box jump, 60 centimeter box jump, and then went up in 15 centimeter, yeah, 15 centimeter increments there and above. Now, the students were, were going up and they kind of felt comfortable at 45, they struggled at 60. As soon as I put uh, another 15 centimeter block on top of the 60, this is when they started having second guesses. This is when they started challenging themselves and, and, and going, say, recognizing that inner dialogue. That inner dialogue is important because the truths that you tell yourself are, are pivotal. The thing is, if you tell yourself that you can't do it, you can't do it. If you tell yourself that you can do it, then you'll be utterly and totally determined to achieve it. And then we only, the thing is, we only learn through failure, so it's how much weight you put behind that failure. If you step up to, like I said, this 75 centimetre box jump, and you start getting into that mindset um, of analysis and, and, and stuff like that. You maybe heard of the, the, the phrase paralysis by analysis. Analysis by paralysis. It, it, it's the, um, when you start overthinking things and then because we're kind of activating that prefrontal cortex uh, and we, we start being a bit, a bit more tense, a little bit more nervous, our body doesn't react in the same way and therefore we're essentially setting ourselves up to fail. If you're determined and you, and you kind of really go for it 100% every single time, you'll never be let down. It's only when you get into that analysis of can I do this task or not, where you then start saying, start recognizing where your limits are. And it's only when you're working at your 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 cutting edge, at your your thin edge, this is where this is where development happens. So sometimes that development is an uncomfortable place to be because yes, you will meet failure. I'm not I'm not saying that you won't. You, you will meet failure because that's your that's your learning edge. That's where you need to recognise how much does your body need to adapt to drive into the floor to push yourself high enough. Now this is just a simple task of a box jump. Now recognising that internal dialogue of everything that goes on when you're posed with a, the, the task of doing such a simple box jump, when you bring in the, the flexibility uh, and the unknown, unknown factor of someone stepping up to you and being aggressive, no wonder people are gonna paralyze them, them, themselves and turn into victims because they're overthinking things. If you've got confidence behind the system, behind the strategy, then you know how to deal with the situation, even if it's just managing the range, managing the distance, and keeping someone at bay. 
not allowing someone to step into your own personal space. That can be first and foremost. So therefore, your, your outside kind of punching range, if people are going to kick, then you've already kind of you're you're aware of that, and you're already in a, an athletic stance, ready to ready to move, ready to react, um, and you're you're looking and scoping out the your your exit strategy. Um, all these things are, are are important as part and parcel of the the self defence work that we do. But like I say, coming back and recognising that inner dialogue when it comes to a challenging situation, if you can change that inner dialogue and start looking to how you can nurture more confidence and be more confident behind the academic knowledge that we give during the self-defense class this is what's going to make you a more assertive and more more confident person now and, and like i said this is this was just something that that happened in one of the in the in the self-defense class um and but like I say, it kind of carries over into into some of the other, um, like in the, certainly into the some of the boxing classes. Um, some of the guys that have, that have been boxing with us, um, they look absolutely fantastic on the bag. They look fantastic on the pads. They can be slipping shots left, right, and centre. But as soon as it crosses that barrier of going from 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 pad work into sparring, that kind of inner empathy kicks in, and they don't want to hit the other person. Well, that's like stepping into a lion's cage and expecting the lion not to eat you because you're not attacking him, okay? Lions will do what lions will do. Animals will do what animals are going to do, okay? So if someone's stepping up to you and being, being confrontational, that's the, that's the contract. That's what, that's what they're saying to you. And this is, this is what you need to kind of react upon and deal with, okay? So... I hope this gives a little bit of a, an, an insight to certainly some of the stuff that we do in the in the self-defense class and the the mindset that it takes and recognizing that kind of inner dialogue little challenges that you can do yourself just to learn to learn to recognize that your your own inner dialogue and then how to start combating that or or if you want any more information yeah please hit me up send me send me a message um, and I'll, we can we can certainly help you out. Um, hope you enjoyed this this uh, little little rant. Um, but it was something that was kind of came across very passionately, uh, and um, I hope that everything went smoothly afterwards, and and that the uh, student hasn't taken too much offence to my assertive dialogue. Um, like I said, it, it's I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat things but I'm certainly going to tell the truth and help you every step of the way. So stay safe, guys. Stay safe. Peace out. Bye.